of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Just begin to bless the name of the Lord. Just begin to bless the name of the Lord. Lift up your voice. In the name of Jesus. Just give him glory. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him praise. I want you to specifically thank God for this year. We are on the first day of December. And God has been good to you from January through February through March, through April, through May, through June, July, August, September, October, November, and we are about to enter the last leg. I want you to lift up your voice and thank God like never before. Just, just be grateful to God. Just, just give Him glory. Just, just thank Him. Just thank Him. Just thank Him. It's been the result of his love, his love, his, his protection, his provision. Just lift up your voice and give him some glory in this place. Just thank him for January. Thank him for February. Thank him for March. Thank him for the good times. Thank him for the bad times. Thank him for the mountains. Thank him for the valleys. Oh, just lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. He shows us his loving kindness. He shows us his loving kindness. His love is so kind. Come on, give him glory. Give him glory in this place. Give him glory in this place. Give him glory in this place. Give him glory. Give him glory in this place. Give him glory. And give the Lord a shout of praise for January right till December. Oh, I can't hear your shout. I can't hear your praise. Yeah. I can't feel your gratitude. Yeah. I can't feel your appreciation. Come on, lift up your voice yeah. and give the Lord a shout of praise. Take your seats. It's good to be grateful to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody said, When you are grateful to God, God gives you more opportunities to be grateful to Him. Hallelujah. And we thank God for January, February march april may june july august september october november and now we are in december hallelujah and very soon we'll be bringing the year to a close amen it is the doing of the lord and it is marvelous in our sight hallelujah so we thank god for this one how many of you are excited to be in church this morning hallelujah and how many of you are ready for the word? How many of you are ready for the word? All right. Um, as Pastor Alpha said, we are just coming from Cape Cod. I've not even gone home. We just dropped straight into the service. And uh, by God's grace, we had an awesome time in Cape Cod. It was two power-packed nights. And yesterday night, we were even wondering how we'll close the meeting. Because 
the atmosphere was so charged. I mean, after the meeting was over and everything, as at 12 midnight, I was still having to minister to people. And somebody was like, also, you should charge consultation for you because the queue is very, very long. Hallelujah. But as the Bible says, freely have you received and freely shall you give. Amen. We don't believe in consultation fee in this house. Amen. So this morning, I want to continue with the series I'm on, which is on unclean spirits. Unclean spirits. This morning's one will be, will be short. I'm sure you all agree that uh, I'm tired, so I shouldn't stand for too long. Hallelujah. Yes, yesterday night, I, I stood for a very long time, and I barely slept. And um, so you bear with me if I keep today's sermon short. How many of you agree that it should be short? Okay, pray that it will be short. <laughs> but it will be short. Hallelujah. Alright, so we started a series on unclean spirits. And last week Sunday we dealt with part one of familiar spirits. And then on Wednesday we continued with part two of familiar spirits. I taught you a few things about what familiar spirits do. They gather information about people. They can impersonate people both the living and the dead and i taught you that there's really technically nothing like a ghost when you see a ghost what you have actually seen is a familiar spirit hallelujah and so they can impersonate the living they can impersonate the dead they can impersonate the living and appear in people's dreams just to spoil their plans they have for you spoil people's marriage plans for you people's plans to help you person will just dream and this familiar spirit will just take up your image and try to kill the person in the dream or something so they interpret it that no this person if i attach myself to him or her and my life is going to end short hallelujah so they impersonate people they take information about people when the kingdom of darkness wants to do anything bad to anybody it is the familiar spirits that give the information oh this is what he does all the time so this road he uses it very frequently so if you want to finish it you just do something on this road or if they want to embarrass you morally god has raised you to a certain level say oh this guy he likes dark short women so sit and look for one of your dark short daughters to just go and delilah him and finish his destiny off things like that and then on wednesday i i taught you about divination the fact that it's not everything you see that you must be impressed with as a christian and the truth is that the spirit of divination and familiar spirits have invaded the church it's not every prophet that is prophesying accurately that you should be excited about because there are some people that are using familiar spirits because they are good at gathering information about people when such a prophet is working with a familiar spirit he can give very accurate information about people and you'll be there and you'll be excited the good thing is that there are genuine prophets who can also walk in this kind of gift hallelujah satan is always seeking to copy god he's always trying to to create a counterfeit of what god does and my prayer for you is that god will give you the spirit of discernment so that when you're even sitting behind the television you can tell who has the spirit of god and who doesn't have the spirit of god hallelujah so we are, we are done with the familiar spirits part of it 
now we are moving into another phase of the teaching on unclean spirits and this time we are going to deal with witchcraft hallelujah we are going to deal with witchcraft everybody say witchcraft say it again witchcraft hallelujah i've come to realize that witchcraft is one of the most underestimated powers in the kingdom of darkness sometimes you hear people say oh the witches they are the least in the kingdom of darkness it's not true almost everything satan does on earth he does it through witchcraft they can't they can't be the least hallelujah he does it through witchcraft witchcraft is a very very very, very serious thing that is why in the bible you realize that god's attitude towards witchcraft is very violent in fact the, the the judgment for witchcraft in the bible is death it says suffer not a witch to live that's how serious god sees the the issue of witchcraft but it's important for us to know that there are two main types of witchcraft two main types of witchcraft there was a day i was listening to radio and one of these three prophets there was a discussion and he was a resource person and they said they were going to discuss witchcraft so they were speaking tree they said can't be so the prophet they were going to start the discussion on witchcraft and his opening statement he said seven i was like hey charlie the guy is coming to give revelation let me open my ears and listen said the kind i promise and fail it's like master you, you don't know anything let me turn the radio and put it somewhere else <laughs> promise and fail is witchcraft and then there are a lot of witches in the kingdom of god oh. <laughs> we pledge and we don't pay that means it is witchcraft <laughs> hallelujah so today we are going to learn about witchcraft everybody say witchcraft and me i'm telling you that there are two broad forms of witchcraft say two broad forms of witchcraft hallelujah let's turn to the book of galatians galatians chapter 5 verse 19 galatians chapter 5 verse 19 the whole aim of this series is to unmask the devil to unmask the schemes of the devil hallelujah so we are dealing with unclean spirits and today we are looking at witchcraft galatians chapter 5 let's read from verse 19 down galatians chapter 5 verse 19 down now the works of the flesh are manifest everybody say flesh are manifest which are these adultery fornication uncleanness lasciviousness idolatry witchcraft everybody say witchcraft hatred variance emulations wrath strife seditions heresies next envies murders drunkenness revelings and such like of the which i tell you before as i have also told you in time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of god hallelujah so here when paul under the inspiration of the holy spirit was listing the deep 
deeds of the flesh he mentioned witchcraft as one of them so the first category of witchcraft is witchcraft as a work of the flesh hallelujah the second type of witchcraft is witchcraft as an evil spiritual power that is the one most of us are used to but there is a category that is operating in the realm of the flesh and unfortunately that is where a lot of christians find themselves when i start giving you what this 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 fleshly aspect of witchcraft is all about you realize that you have practiced some before somebody is like ah witchcraft bind you are calling it the deed of the flesh it is a spiritual thing yes the spiritual component and the spiritual aspect of witchcraft is there but there is also a fleshly component hallelujah so that if you are a christian and you don't walk in the fruit of the spirit you are walking in the deeds of the flesh you know when you read the same galatians when it talks about the fruit of the spirit you realize that the fruit is singular how many of you have noticed that the fruit of the spirit it doesn't even talk about the fruits of the spirit yeah it said but the fruit and it has a definite article in front of it there one fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering gentleness goodness faith goes on i believe there is only one fruit of the spirit i believe it i don't think this is a grammatical error or anything i believe there's one fruit of the spirit and so which of them is the one fruit of the spirit i believe it's the very first one that was stated which is love because i believe all the rest can come out of love so this is how i see the fruit of the spirit it's like one fruit it's like a tangerine a tangerine is one fruit but when you peel it there are different components that you can take out so love is that one tangerine and inside it we have joy we have peace we have long suffering and i realized that when you look at first corinthians chapter 13 which actually talks about love you will see all of these things inside love is patient love is kind love is what uh, does not rejoice in the wrong love believeth all things that is faith That's, you will find all of these things in there so the fruit of the spirit that one fruit of the spirit is love but we also have deeds of the flesh and the bible has clearly stated here that one of them is witchcraft everybody say witchcraft now witchcraft here i've told you before that the new testament was written mostly in greek and so the greek word they use there is the word pharmakeia pharmakeia it's got something like pharmacy like medicine you know that kind of you know drugs that sort of thing the whole idea is that you know that some drugs that you take and you lose control of yourself it's like they are hallucinogens you you see things and all of that as part of the practice of witchcraft in those days they do a lot of potions and a lot of things like a lot of mixtures and they drink things and they enter certain realms and all of that basically the information i want to relate to you is that when we talk about witchcraft there is one word that can be used to explain witchcraft there's one word that summarizes witchcraft and that one word is control everybody say control say it again control so the aim of witchcraft whether 
is the fleshly form or the dark evil spiritual form that we know at the end of the day the end result is that there must be control and today i want to deal with the fleshly aspect then wednesday we'll go into the dark spiritual power part of it and expose you some of the things the spirit of witchcraft can do so witchcraft has a deed of the flesh control is at the center of witchcraft anything you do to try to control somebody and it's not the power of god that you are using it is witchcraft hallelujah it is witchcraft there are a lot of believers who are walking in witchcraft and practicing witchcraft but they don't know they are practicing witchcraft and so this control and this fleshly aspect of witchcraft it has three main ways in which it manifests itself the first is through rebellion everybody say rebellion say rebellion the second is through intimidation say intimidation and the third is through manipulation say manipulation hallelujah if you read first samuel chapter 15 verse 23 first samuel 15 23 this is samuel speaking to saul he said for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is iniquity and idolatry hallelujah rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft can somebody google rebellion and give me the the, the google definition for rebellion rebellion is an act of armed resistance to an established government or leader it's the action or process of resisting authority control or convention so rebellion is actually simply put resisting authority not wanting to be under authority you are rebelling against authority you are rising up against authority and before we even go there it mentioned that what and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry you see there are a lot of things we do there's a lot of things in our lives we think they are oh the the big things is adultery and fornication and murder and stuff like that if you are stubborn it's, it's a very very serious thing and the bible is saying when you are stubborn you are like the person who goes to the shrine to go and pour libation to a graven image it's like idolatry stubborn people their god is their opinion they literally worship their own opinion you know that some people they, they don't want to hear anybody else it's like my my, my idea is the best if, if, even if they are pointing out to you that look this thing if you do it this way it will be better this business you are doing if you turn it this way and, and you align with this and that and this, it's like the way you've made up your mind to work that is how you are going to work stubbornness idolatry and it's saying rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft anybody who does not respect authority you are a rebel and you are walking in witchcraft when we say rebels you are imagining people who have taken up guns and have decided that they are going to overthrow a government but there's rebellion in very very little forms in various aspects of our lives even in this church you can be a rebel in the church you are in a subgroup somebody has been placed on top of you as your leader you look at the person from head to toe you feel i'm more gifted than this person 
I'm more anointed than this person. I know more than this person. I was a believer way before this person became a believer. I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. In fact, look at the giftings that I have. Look at the number of visions I can see. In fact, when I close my eyes, I start seeing visions at 360 revolutions per second. And so you don't want to submit. A lot of times in student ministries, you have issues between the prayer secretary and the president. Oh, I've seen it happen so many times. I mean, right from our time, the prayer secretary and president, most of the time there's some friction somewhere. Unless you have two very mature people who really understand the word of God and understand the work of God. Because the prayer secretaries feel like they are the spiritual ones, you know. They are the ones who can take the microphone and do the aya, 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 and the whole atmosphere will be charged. The presidents are usually cool people, level-headed people. They have a very good interpersonal relationship with people, you know, that sort of thing. So, the tendency may be there to think the president is not very spiritual. So, sometimes it enters the heads of the prayer secretaries. So at executive meetings, the prayer secretary, when president raises something, prayer secretary say, no, that is not what God is saying. Really, you think just because you are prayer secretary, God will speak to you more concerning the ministry than he will speak to the vision bearer himself. It's not possible. I told you here before that, you see, sometimes your leader may not be as skilled as you are in your area you are functioning me for example i'm not a good singer in fact from 2020 i'll stop saying that thing i can do all things through christ who strengthens me in fact 2020 i'll shock you people i will start leading the worship myself recently i was thinking i said no 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 i, I have to stop saying this thing that i can't sing i can't sing in fact i'm a very very good singer very soon joe metal will be asking me for a collaboration <laughs> i may not be able to sing like you let me put it that way <laughs> and i told somebody that if somebody put a gun on the heads of my children and he says the only way you can save them is to sing well i may start weeping <laughs> the wells spoils the whole thing so i may not be able to sing like you i may not be able to play instruments i may not know the technical things and all of that i mean you you can't have a pastor who is who is good at everything all right everybody has his place you play it you play your role we all bring our things together but it will be very wrong for you to think that god cannot give me direction for your ministry simply because i cannot sing no simply because i can't sing as well as you do let me correct myself <laughs> when israel was coming out of egypt and god wanted them to build a tabernacle within the camp of the israelites they had builders they had carpenters they they had artisans people whose full-time job was making these things architects and all of that but when god was going to speak to them about the specific technical specificities of the tabernacle and even the articles in the tabernacle he bypassed all of those people and he spoke to moses hallelujah so in spite of the fact that you may have skill in an area you shouldn't close your mind to suggestions from the leader 
Amen. You can't be in a prayer band and you say, Oh, I, I am more spiritual than the one who leads the prayer. So when we come for prayer meeting and he says, Today we are praying for souls, you say, No, the spirit is saying something else. You people, you are not in the spirit. You always wake up, you eat, 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 eat. You don't even fast. We are the ones in the spirit. Today we are not praying about souls, we are praying about finances for the church. We are praying about more marriages within the church. May we receive more marriages in the name of Jesus. That is rebellion. A friend of mine was leading a choir and said there was this guy in the choir who could sing like very well. Could sing better than him, the director. No two ways about it. Later he realized ah, there were some people in the choir who were not coming for the regular meetings again. And one day he chanced upon them in another meeting with this guy he said he has selected the ones with potential within the choir and he was grooming them up to bring them to a certain level in ministry you don't inform your leader you don't tell him this is what you are doing that is the spirit of rebellion it is witchcraft you are a witch you are a wizard such things where there is order and you try to bypass the order you are practicing witchcraft it's as simple as that you're practicing witchcraft and a lot of times those who walk in these things they try to undermine the leaders so secretly they are chatting with people behind the scenes don't you think this decision the leader took it's not in our best interest don't you really think and most of the time the people haven't even thought about that then you start putting ideas into their minds then suddenly you are becoming like an absalom the bible said absalom was winning the hearts of the people he wanted the kingdom for himself so he was doing things for the people to like him one gentleman who is a manager of a branch of a certain company he came to me complaining he said his assistant it's like this manager is very strict he goes by the book if this is what the company protocol says this is what he goes by you know that some people like that they don't bend whether you are their friend or not and such people turn out to be very unpopular we want people who see Charlie but you were laughing the last time now and I've done something wrong and you are filling a form for me to you know go and see the disciplinary committee such people are unpopular those who can close their eyes and do what they have to do at the workplace and all of those they are very effective leaders but people don't like them have you seen somebody like that before and do you like the person or you don't like the person if you don't like the person there is witchcraft lurking <laughs> around you <laughs> very effective guy what has to be done he'll do it he'll be fine with you but when it's time to be serious we are serious those kinds of people and the assistant was the type who wants everybody to like him those kind of people everybody's friend that kind of thing and blah 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 and stuff like that and so now when they want permission to do something they don't speak to the leader again they speak to the assistant because oh he's a type that wants everybody to like him say okay you go i'll cover you you go i'll cover you so it was creating a situation where now it's like you go to the leader himself and he'll go by the book and say no this thing is not right so i'm not going to allow you to go it made it look like the leader himself was a very insensitive person a 
and so the dislike for him got deeper and deeper and deeper people started orchestrating with the ceo to get him removed not knowing his assistant was actually eyeing the main post this is a pure spirit of absalom at work pure spirit of absalom it is a spirit of rebellion you want to take that which does not belong to you you want to take up authority and power that has not been given to you legitimately and you see power that is taken illegitimately will always crumble they will always crumble sometimes in the ministry they are giving positions maybe you expect a particular position is not given to you just like how Adonijah, one of the sons of David, he was eyeing the throne. The man wanted the throne. And they swept him and went to Solomon. So he came and asked. He said, okay, there's this young lady that was brought to my father when he was dying, who was taking care of her. A very beautiful lady called Abishag. You, if I'm not going to get the throne, you give me Abishag. Just give me Abishag. That Adonijah spirit is also there. For some people, okay, if I didn't get the presidency, I've been giving music I've been giving drama I've been giving theater I am going to colonize that place like it is mine I'm going to build walls around it I am going to be a tyrant there I'm going to do what I like and nobody can say anything about it so oh yeah the, the one I was eyeing I didn't get but as for this one you give it to me it's mine it is mine so, so people can even handle ministries within a church like it's their personal property the spirit of rebellion it is witchcraft it is witchcraft when you don't respect your leaders you don't give them the respect that must be accorded to them even in a home there can be witchcraft in marriage there can be spousal witchcraft God has made it clear the man is the head whether you like it or not that is the truth sometimes the men even wish that God said the woman will be the head so that the headache can be transferred you understand God has made it clear the man is the head and I've told you here before that if you complain oh my husband is a foolish man my husband is not wise my husband doesn't make good decisions that's why I have to take control and do things and say you decided to marry an unwise man you decided to go and stay under the roof of a man who is not wise you must be prepared to take him as the boss of the house it's as simple as that and you see when god has arranged things in a certain way and you go contrary to what god is saying sometimes god will just stand back and say okay do your thing when you start hitting the brick wall then you may realize that you have to come back this whole feminism move it is tainted with witchcraft let me tell you it starts as a way of empowering women empowering women but when you hear some of the things they do you realize that anybody who subscribes to this thing and you are a woman suddenly you start seeing yourself as inferior to men you start seeing yourself as second rate you start seeing yourself as like it's like every single thing that is said where gender is concerned you find offense with it anything that is said that just highlights the difference between a man and a woman you see it as ah why should you say that this way 
why should a, a, a male manager be called a manager and a woman be called a manageress but one is a male and the other is a female hallelujah even animals we have names for the males and the female goat and then what hey you why didn't go to jhs <laughs> a female goat is called what a goatess no it's not a goatess <laughs> okay what about sheep when i say sheep somebody said goat so every goat is a female sheep eh? ew not away <laughs> so if you have manager and you're calling the female a manageress what is it so it rather puts people in bondage look it is easier to be an assistant though i'm telling you ask my assistant pastors there are some troubles when they come and they agonize ah, they know that there is somebody they can pass the thing to and i'll have sleepless nights at times some issues come and they now they've passed the thing to me then they'll come and visit me and, oh how are you we are, we are trying to check whether you are fine <laughs> but they passed it though now they can sleep <laughs> even in medicine when you are at the emergency and a very bad case comes once you are there alone you feel agitated once your boss arrives it's like god himself has come cast your burdens <laughs> it is an easy thing to be an assistant that is what the woman is supposed to be it's easy why do you want to fight and overturn what god has said why do you want to overturn what god has said there are certain things women are naturally better at doing than men and there are certain things men are naturally better at doing than women when it comes to dealing with children for example it's, it's a natural you carry the children so you started bonding with the child before the man even saw the child with the eyes so women are better at, at handling the children most women are better at cooking than men there are some exceptional men who who really know how to cook May, may you marry such a man in the name of Jesus. There are some exceptional men. They know how to cook. But generally, you will agree with me that women are better cooks than men. So if there's a baby in the house and the baby is crying and is hungry, men don't have breast milk. We were not blessed with that ability. So the breastfeeding the mother must do but the carrying after the breastfeeding the man has better muscles better biceps and triceps and deltoid muscles than the woman and so the carrying me i used to put the children to sleep in fact i was better at doing that than mommy fire she will feed them and hand them over to me and there was some particular fun you put it on and you just go and stand under it do some rocking most of the time by the 19th one <laughs> the head would have collapsed like that <laughs> so the, the roles are clear there are certain things women just do better certain things men do better 
we should all just accept our roles and and not try to cross carpet oh because the man is he's always taking wrong decisions so this time around i am going to do it myself and sometimes eh, your, your your natural personality can come in the way of things when you feel you have a bit of a, a choleric instinct as a woman it's very easy for you to, to to move out of your lane and try and take over things yourself when these things happen god is not happy i've shown you before that god and moses were very close friends god said of moses that of all my prophets i speak to them in dreams and visions in dark language but with my servant moses i speak to him face to face mouth to mouth that was how close they were but one day we were told that god was looking for moses to kill him and why was that if you read in between the lines you realize that there was a situation where god had commanded for all the sons of israel to be circumcised but you see moses married somebody who was not a jew she came from a different culture so some of these things like ah what 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 is this why why should you circumcise a child the child is going to bleed he's going to have a lot of pain i'm the one going to have to comfort him because you are out there doing ministry and you know that kind of thing and blah 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 so i'm sure zipporah nagged and nagged and nagged moses so moses was like look this thing you let's let's postpone it let's postpone it meanwhile he had given the order and other people's children were crying all over israel because of pain and all and god got angry and he was looking for moses to kill him because he was refusing to be the man but i believe zipporah was also a very sensitive woman so i don't know how she realized god was looking for moses maybe at that he collapsed or something and they realized that no ambulance no day here if we don't do something quickly this man is going to die but she descended well enough and the bible says she quickly took a sharp stone circumcised the boy and threw the flesh at moses feet and she added that what i have married a bloody husband like hey oh you are married to an anointed man like that and you are misbehaving god got angry with moses because he wasn't playing his role as the leader look there are times in families when we don't let the natural order of things take place we open the family up for satanic invasion because it's like god says go this way and you have decided to go this way if you are going by his way he's with you if you are going by your own way it is free and the enemy can attack you at any time the enemy can attack you at any time and so we must watch rebellion where god has put things in order this is how it is supposed to be let's let's allow it to be like that and the gentleman that doesn't also mean it is a license for you to lord it over the woman it's not so yeah i am the head if you're a man and you find yourself frequently reminding people that you are the head of the home it means there's something wrong with you if you really have to remind people that hey don't you know that i'm the head of this house the moment you say that statement once twice it means there's something wrong with you you are not acting properly you are not commanding the respect you are supposed to command there's something wrong it is not a license to treat the woman anyhow because i'm the head you must be the tail anytime there's a head there's a tail that rule only applies in the jungle 
when, when you have a head, you have a tail, lion, what, zebra, all of them with head and tail. In human, what do you call it, existence, we have heads, but we don't have tails. So if you want to think like a human being and not like somebody from the jungle, don't, don't be thinking like that. The woman is not the tail, the woman is the neck. That supports the head. And sometimes even decides the direction in which the head, the neck is a very, very powerful thing look if i want to kill you if i want to to sever your head off it's not your head i cut it's your neck that i cut nobody comes and says i want to sever your head and he starts cutting from here it is not wise it is the neck once the neck is gone you are gone that is how sensitive the position of the woman is and so i don't think it's a, a line sense so every day you, you've crossed your legs even if your shoe is just one meter away from Amma, come and pick my shoe for me you marry somebody's daughter she didn't drop from the sky she didn't appear from the ground like a familiar spirit and that brings me to the second point in witchcraft rebellion the next point is intimidation somebody say intimidation when you like to intimidate people with the aim of controlling them it is witchcraft some people have bosses eh? when they receive calls from the boss i was sitting with one gentleman his boss has tormented his life like he was wearing an apple watch and you know the apple Watch. they have some what do you call it when your heartbeat is abnormal it begins to tighten on you and it gives you a message it says relax relax i was sitting with him a phone call came when he saw that it was his boss no the, the watch started tightening they said taking a deep breath <laughs> his boss changed all of a sudden this is an intimidating spirit sometimes the intimidation doesn't even come from the head oh. sometimes you can be the head but there is a subordinate somewhere who has a certain kind of intimidating presence and a certain kind of intimidating spirit there are some people they are so intimidating even if you have an issue with them you can't even articulate to tell them exactly what they've done have you experienced that kind of thing before you you, you can't say it and and it's in relationships like that you can't articulate it by the time you finish you realize the whole thing has been turned around and you are rather apologizing it is witchcraft it's witchcraft and most of the time the women fall victim to this thing the gentlemen intimidate them they threaten them the slightest thing i'm going to leave you the slightest thing look don't you think there are other women out there look at me do you know the number of women who call me every week you know we will give me scholarship and scholarship and so the woman is intimidated she's insecure and women thrive on security women thrive on security that's why when you see a woman who wants to marry somebody who is financially secure it's because naturally they are wired to want security if there's financial freedom and now before you're going to dig the ground and look for a stone to squeeze water out of the stone security will tell her Charlie, go this way but it's not always correct the bible says there's a way that seemeth right unto man but the end result is destruction 
it's always better to work together and make it hallelujah so that you know that in the making it you are a shareholder now that has already been done and you come it will get up and say look you didn't contribute to this thing so my friend get up and go intimidation people use their positions to intimidate people use their physical stature to intimidate people there are some fathers who have intimidated their children to the point where when they are at home their children can't be themselves when they hear daddy's car coming on everybody's scatters and some people pride themselves in this thing that yeah it means i'm the man i'm the man i'm the man i'm disciplining them yeah you are practicing witchcraft your children should be able to come and hug you when you come home your children should be able to come and sit by you and have a chat with you your children should be able to confide in you about their problems but if you think in the name of discipline you don't smile with them in the name of discipline you you don't talk to them you don't have any kind of interaction with them some fathers fear when they open up too much to the children disrespect will come in you have to know your limits hallelujah a child is a child children play with children you don't make yourself the permanent playmate of your child naturally the child will start seeing you as a child a big child of course but you shouldn't create that atmosphere where they are shivering anytime they hear your voice so when they are at home with mommy they are happy even though mommy lashes them more than you and most of the time that's the case the mommies they lash you that's like they say non pack that's like they say non pack the rod of correction you know they don't even need the cane it's in the hands like that natural cane in my mother she could pinch eh? my mother didn't like cane, no. but the pinching was worse than the cane she holds some particular part of your waist and the way she she will hold it eh? when you try to run away the pain will be worse so you just stand there and receive it until she decides that go the fathers most of the time don't pick the king but sometimes they are so intimidating it's overboard no it's good for the father to have a certain air around him all of us our mothers created that air around our fathers when you do something wrong they tell you if daddy comes ow it's like the world should just come to an end jesus you to come eh? <laughs> he said i will tell daddy you will beg and beg and beg and beg and beg because most of the time when the fathers intervene it means it's a very serious matter one of the of the strongest psychological things my mom played on us where our father was concerned was that the dining table the head of the table the, the seat where my father sits he said nobody should ever sit on it after now my father is dead and gone when i go to the house and i mistakenly lean on that chair i feel like i'm sinning so it created a certain air but you see when it is overboard and now you can't even have eye contact with your father you need something and you can't even go and they say sometimes eh, the, the men the ones who don't have money they intentionally put up that kind of you know fearsome so that when you want to come and ask something crap you will budget it and and sieve it and bring it down to the barest minimum you come and stand there and be talking about her. they know they don't have the money so let me intimidate you so that you don't come and ask 
one guy said anytime it's time for school and he's going to shop for things with his father the father will find a reason to beat him at home before they go so that when you get to the shop you are focused you are going straight to what you need it's not now that you're coming to do daddy i want this daddy i want this i want this i like what the daddy be people no 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 you have been quick at home so your brain is sharp focus alignment <laughs> right some parents when they've been there for a while and they've not beaten their child they don't feel happy you pass by them and they'll hit your farm because you are 70 feet but the child hasn't done anything it's the spirit of intimidation may you not be like that in the name of jesus you will command the respect all right but the children can approach you when they have to approach you intimidation it is witchcraft a lot of children have grown up in a certain way and some of the sons when they see the fathers do that they feel that is normal so they too when they have children it's the same thing it's the same thing i had a friend in medical school when his father comes to come and visit it's like you're in you know, charlie please is my hair okay it's, 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 everything must be fine because if he finds something wrong somewhere right on the car park he'll give it to you intimidation when people cannot be themselves around you it is a form of witchcraft hallelujah there are bosses who they may be sitting somewhere over the weekend though but their actions are causing their subordinates to take all sorts of weird decisions just so that they'll be in their good books sometimes at the expense of their own family crowd spend all the time at the work because this boss is a terror he's a lion when he comes and this thing hasn't been done i'm not saying don't meet your deadlines but sometimes you shouldn't allow yourself to be intimidated like that so they'll go overboard do extra time everything just so they can please the boss i remember when i was a house officer the consultant we were working under was that kind of person surgery and the residents under training hey boot licking be what everybody wants to get into his good books because the guy was such a terror and the interesting thing is that for some of those people the more you try to boot lick them the more they they don't even see you some of those people respond better to those who can stand up to them in a respectful way hey his pen will fall down the residents everybody is rushing to pick the pen to a hey, and then look for a metallated spirit shine it and bring it to the boss and he doesn't even look at the face he collects it with his left hand and puts it in his pocket and goes away and because of the intimidation some of these residents with the house officers they will take a decision with you but during world rounds when they realize that the decision was a bad decision and it's you the house officer that are, you are the one presenting the case and they start blasting you hey and why did you do this is it they are there they will never come and say oh but he discussed it with me because they want to be in the good books of the intimidating boss one day one of my mates he there he wouldn't stand for that he was uncovered with one of the residents they took a certain decision that went to pediatrics something happened and the child died and the following day 
world rounds and their bosses were furious hey why did you people do this, 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 this and his immediate boss the resident was standing there not saying anything he turned and said dr so so and so aren't you going to say anything she was standing there he said don't you say when to the one i took this decision please ask her <laughs> others will keep quiet said, no 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 one of my mates almost beat up a female resident because she she almost tried to lie that she wasn't part of the decision and this my friend i'm talking about he's from a certain part of the country when they start talking their deep voice her who see the end wall hey that guy got angry he was rushing towards her they had to he almost beat the woman up intimidation can cause a lot of problems i pray that you will not intimidate anybody in your life and if you are being intimidated by anybody i pray that that power will be broken off your life as i've told you those who like intimidating people trust me deep inside they like those who are able to stand up to them and i'm not talking about standing up to them in a disrespectful manner but when you feel you have a point don't be scared make the point they respect you more there was one consultant on the world who just liked insulting house officers he will insult you and even go personal and remember when you were a student and he failed you i will cry how do you say it in infancy me fail you i'll cry name when medical students are there and patients are there the patients you two you are holding stethoscope and white coat so they see you doctor and what run time they reduce your form total this man was doing it to all, all sorts of people it got to one guy that one everybody was shocked this particular guy was a very quiet you know those kind of people who don't talk but quiet people hey don't don't take quiet people for granted they will tolerate and tolerate until it gets to a point like moses not moses i mean i mean moses in the bible the people of israel tormented him this is a oh moses was a typical melancholy you know melancholies they are quiet they are watching they are noting everything down they will remember every detail there are those people that one day when they decide to talk and bring out the things you've done we are in 2019 they'll tell you 2006 first april we were standing under a tree and you said this to me and the other person is like oh <laughs> what are you talking about i, I don't remember anything but if it's like everything is into detail typically the opposite of the sanguine the sanguine will come like you know everybody's friend you know they're everybody's friend everything is superficial for them nothing is deep when you have a sanguine friend who makes you feel like you are their best friend trust me there are three other people they are telling charlie me then you you know we're tight <laughs> full of life everybody's friend they have a nickname for everybody hey i'm busy bit. this one is this like you know nothing is deep for them they say if you take a sanguine and a melancholy to a brig gardens and you bring them back and you say report what you saw the sanguine will say we saw a forest like it's not deep like that the melancholy say we saw mango trees we saw apple trees 
we saw green grass and there was a path that led to so so and so they believe in details so melancholy quiet they're accumulating it accumulating it accumulating it moses was tolerating all the things they were doing until one day they saw a moses they had never seen before me moses have gone fasted 40 days 40 nights without food i've gone to the hill of the lord to go and bring down the ten commandments he came down and these people were worshiping an idol that day moses jigged like never before the people were so hey this meek man this man that when god wants to kill us he will go and stand and say god kill me kill me instead of killing the people kill me moses got angry through the command that day three thousand people lost their lives Moses, that's how melancholies are. They were accumulated, ding, ding, but they are, there's always that last straw that breaks the back of the camel. And most of the time, it looks like they have overreacted. But you see, you are thinking about that last straw, but for him, it started in 2006. Accumulated, accumulated, accumulated. The phlegmatics are carefree people, they don't take life serious country broke or country no broke we day inside like those kind of people yeah you know it's like you can insult him and you even smile you know it's like people like that such people if they don't get anybody to drive them in life they'll end up being failures because it's like exam results will come and they are at the bottom of the class and by evening they are going out and chilling and and the one who even just fail to get a distinction is sad in their room when you enter a melancholy room you know you've entered a melancholy room everything is in order you dare not go and put your foot on their bed especially when there's dust on it everything is in order they know where everything is phlegmatics their room is like an atomic bomb has exploded in the place disorder <laughs> the cholerics are strong-willed people natural leaders you know that some when children are playing you can easily tell who the choleric is he's like hey you you play some sit here you you play some sit here. hey give him the toy like they just take over and you know natural leaders like that and they tend to have a very short temper too smallest thing you know they are irritated they are go-getters it's like when a choleric decides that i'm going to do this thing nothing will stop him he doesn't care whose toes he steps on so by the time he's finished achieving it he's achieved though but he has made so many enemies he doesn't mind talking to anybody anyhow when you have a leader as a choleric as a leader you will acknowledge that he's a good leader but you don't like him as a person those kind of people you can they are doing their work they are but we wish we had somebody who was a little more sensitive. So all these things are there. Personality traits are there. But for we Christians, we must live the spirit-led life. So if you are melancholy, you must be a spirit-led melancholy. That means the Holy Spirit will sieve your personality. Take out the negatives and accentuate the positives if we are phlegmatic the same choleric the same everything the, the main thing is that we must walk in the fruit of the spirit when you walk in the fruit of the spirit it's difficult to categorize you choleric it's difficult to categorize you melancholy you are a child of god and you are walking according to the spirit
That is it. I'm sure some of you, you've profiled yourself already and you've decided I'm melancholy. I am phlegmatic. I am choleric. I'm so, so, and so, and so. Today, change your mind. Say, I am a spirit-led choleric. Sorry, I'm a spirit-controlled choleric. I'm a spirit-controlled phlegmatic, spirit-controlled sanguine. Where the Holy Spirit is. Me, for example, I, I had a lot of typical melancholy tendencies when I was growing up. Like I, I analyze things like when you say something to me, eh, I'll go and sleep over it and think deep, 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 deep. The time I realize I've gotten revelations out of what you have said that you didn't even mean, and I'll draw conclusions out of it. So I was always suspicious of people. But when I became born again and the Holy Spirit came to live inside me, I realized that those things were going down and the abilities, the strengths that came with the melancholy were being accentuated. Nobody is just one. I am a melancholy with a bit of a choleric. The choleric is, is, is secondary. It's, it's, it's in the background. So the fact that you are choleric, that's when you are not supposed to take over the thing, you just go and take over the thing. You have a boss, music director, who is teaching the song. No, then he says, um, "Please just give me an instance." Do re mi fa so la ti do. <laughs> May the Holy Spirit modify our personalities in the name of Jesus. So, witchcraft is rebellion. Witchcraft is intimidation. Intimidation stroke having a domineering spirit a domineering spirit and the third and for me the most important one and the commonest manifestation of witchcraft especially among christians is manipulation say manipulation when you try to control people by manipulating them look you can be a pastor and you'll be walking in charismatic witchcraft and that is what is happening manipulate people they use their gifts you see the word charisma comes from the word charismata which means gifts when we talk about charismatic witchcraft we're talking about people using their gifts to manipulate people there are a lot of so-called christians who are in bondage even in church to the pastor because the pastor has used the so-called gift a lot of these people they don't have any word to share with anybody normally it's the word that will keep you coming but they don't have any word so they'll put some fear in you they'll tell you there are witches in your house they are standing at your gate i am the only one that they fear if you leave this church i've seen pastors who have cursed people for leaving their church they say once you have left this covering it shall never be well with you hey did you shed your blood for anybody you this pastor talking cry i'm sure blood donation cry you've never done some before when peace fm holidays they say brother you don't pass that people curse people pastors can knock people's heads together within the church for their own gain there are some leaders eh? when you are overall leader they feel the best way to control everybody is to make sure there's no unity because they are afraid when there is unity the people can start seeing through some of the things they are doing and, and, and all of that so they try to find ways of knocking people's heads together 
CEOs do it all the time. Pastors do it all the time. Sometimes even within a family, they can knock people's heads together within a family. The time you realize, it's like, they'll tell this person this, they'll tell this person this, and it's all meant to control you. Witchcraft. Manipulation. They say most of the time in marriage or in the home, the men, they manifest intimidation, witchcraft. But the women manifest manipulation. Manipulation. Emotional blackmail. You know the person cannot stand tears. So you want something. He says, I will not give it to you. Fake tears you use. The person says, okay, 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 okay. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, okay, okay. It is witchcraft. Another tool is silent treatment. Silent treatment. So, oh, don't openly rebel against what you said, oh, but when you talk, mm, okay. Mm. Talking to, they'll not even look at your face, oh. Okay. And they know you can't take such things. Even children. They manipulate babies they want a particular thing they know they've, they've created an association that the moment they scream you say hey, hey, hey get it, keep quiet get it have you seen babies crying without tears before ah! then they'll stop and wait and see Charlie no action is coming <laughs> scream ah! my children when they want to collect something from their mother they wait when we are going out and we are getting out of the house the wait when you get to the gate mommy can i have so so and so you know at that time your aim is just to get out and say oh just take it or some children will wait when you're on the phone talking to somebody your attention is divided maybe what what they are asking you for cry you don't even have time to analyze and see whether it should be given oh, just, just go and take it it's all manipulation It's manipulation. It is a very disrespectful thing not to look at somebody's face when you are talking to the person. Unless, of course, you are you are genuinely distracted by something and you can't look at the person. The person comes from work, greets you, and your face is somewhere and you respond. It is not a respectful thing to do. Hallelujah. But sometimes people do these things. I'm not saying it's only women who do it, the men also do it. because you want to make a certain point and they say yeah I, I gave her silent treatment and now she's beginning to behave you have practiced witchcraft you have used witchcraft to control somebody's actions and decisions because you see especially in marriage eh, when you marry that's when you understand when they say the two shall be one that is true when hands are laid on you and you are declared husband and wife you literally become one because if one is doing something and the other is not in favor you can never be 100 percent happy and comfortable doing it it's not possible unless you were not married properly so sometimes people take advantage of this within the marriage it's okay so silent treatment okay do what you want to do 
and the person is going ahead doing it but Charlie the peace and the drive to do the thing is not there and it's all the, a way of getting your way you have decided that no this is what we are supposed to this is what I want so you are using the, the tools of manipulation they say some women they even use sexual intercourse to manipulate their husband when it gets to that time that is when they make demands they says a man of God went to marry a woman honeymoon man said Chalayan warrior <laughs> the woman said oh those days 80s color color television wasn't common he said go and get a color television first we need a color television in this house he said oh what are you talking about in China said, oh I'm, I'm menstruating I'm, I'm menstruating so, so. No, do this, 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 this. She said, Ah, you got up and said, No, Charlie, woman of God. <laughs> what are you doing? It's like. <laughs> so there are different ways in which we can manipulate people. Mothers can manipulate their children with tears, especially the single mothers. They want you to do a particular thing. And you say, No. So start weeping. Look at how I've suffered your father left us look at my hands the way i've worked do you remember those times when i'll go to work in the morning and come in the evening hey and today this is what you are telling me hey they start crying okay you too you just become okay 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 okay, okay. all right, right, right people even use emotional blackmail to force their children to to read courses that the children don't want to read you've looked after the person the person has gone to school he said, no, the person should do medicine. Meanwhile, the person's interest is in something else. So no, go and do medicine. The way I've suffered to look after you. The way I've suffered to look after you. Now it's time for you two to look after me. You say you want to go and do art. You want to go and draw people. Well, what respect is in that? So that me too, they'll call me a doctor's mother. See the way I've struggled in life emotional blackmail but it is witchcraft hallelujah anything you do which can qualify as manipulation trying to control people's feelings trying to control people's acts actions it is manipulation and so rebellion intimidation stroke having a domineering spirit and then manipulation these are fleshly manifestations of the spirit of witchcraft my prayer for you is that you will not walk in any of these in the name of Jesus. That rebellion will be far away from you. When you find yourself in a place where you are under authority, you will respect authority and you will go according to what authority says. That you will not intimidate people. You will not intimidate your children. You will not intimidate your wife. You will not intimidate your husband. There are some wives who intimidate their husbands. They even beat their husbands. I was talking to one police woman she said a man came to the police station crying with a swollen face she, they thought it was arm robbery and they said my wife beat me and he was crying my wife and the man was small like that and the wife was big like that so you can imagine no match so the women also intimidate may you not beat your husband in the name of jesus and may you not beat your wife in the name of jesus 
may you not intimidate your children may you not intimidate the people that are around you and today may you repent from manipulation you see when i was talking about the manipulation we we're laughing laughing because i know you you know that you do it these are things we laugh about but they are serious matters they are trying to control people and it is witchcraft i pray that the lord will deliver us all from this spirit shall we stand to our feet we want to pray today i've talked about intimidation i've talked about rebellion i've talked about manipulation you want to pray that lord if there be any of these in me maybe you don't like to submit to authority you like to do your own thing you like to intimidate people or even maybe you are under the bondage of intimidation you want to pray and break yourself free today in the name of jesus you want to pray that lord may i not be a manipulative person look as i said look at pastors can can manipulate if pastors want to manipulate people they can manipulate people recently there was a thursday a certain thursday it was cell meeting time and i saw one church member i was coming from mds lancet the total filling station you know right by that they sell some kebab there and some people sit by the road and drink i was coming and i saw a church member who was sitting on a guy by the roadside the guy was drinking and she was sitting i won't say she was sitting on his lap she was sitting on his pelvis there's a difference between sitting on the laps and sitting on the pelvis <laughs> I saw her let me see if I can still see her <laughs> I saw her but she didn't see me she didn't see me this one eh, I could have easily called her and made her feel that I saw it in the spirit that I was in my room and a screen appeared in front of me <laughs> and I saw you sitting by the roadside by and it's true too so I had to say it may make her repent but that will be witchcraft that will be manipulation and so this thing called manipulation is, is a very easy sin to fall into but today you want to pray that Lord deliver me from these things just lift up your voice begin to pray in the name of Jesus lift up your voice begin to pray in the name of Jesus oh come on let me hear you lift up your voice and pray in the name of Jesus intimidation rebellion if there be anybody here who has been gripped by fear by virtue of intimidation may you break loose today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth may you break loose in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth you will not come under the power of witchcraft you will not be bound by the power of witchcraft lift up your voice and pray lift up your voice and pray lift up your voice and pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth lift up your voice and pray I want you to pray and commit your entire life into God's hands tell God that he is the only power that can control you he, he, he is the only authority that can control you declare that you will not come under the control of any human being you will not come under the control of any evil power just lift up your voice and, and begin to declare begin to declare 
begin to declare that you are free from every form of control you are free from every form of intimidation you are free from every form of manipulation in the name of jesus christ of nazareth the son of the living god lift up your voice 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 declare that he is the only tower in your life declare that he is the only one to follow lift up your voice You are the pillar that holds my life. You are the pillar that holds my life. Master Jesus, you are the pillar that holds my life. Master Jesus, Trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed.